Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 344 for April 3rd, 2022. My name is Nathan Reince Ruth. Joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk bash. So what uh, we watch anime. No, we got so, rid of uh, that. We it's, play the... it's gone. It's gone. We got new one. We got new ones. I have, I have We're resting different... in the end, and we don't care who sees. And we're also joined by Andrew Rowe McFain. So what? We stay in. I I don't remember. I don't okay. remember. I I tuned it out after so long. <laughs> we had it for it's, like six years. It's and just you... the white noise of the void at this point. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, and then of course I'm your host Nathan Reed Spruth. Yeah. So uh, Roa Connor, where can we find you guys? Aroa.website. And one of those links that I want to bring your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, a rise of the Rune Lord's first edition actual play podcast. Please listen to it wherever podcasts can be found. Perfect. And, of course, you can find me, Nathan Reed. I'm also on Aroa.website, but I'm reading everywhere. Go to my Twitch. I'm there most of the time on Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. I will be taking a couple weeks off at the end of starting at the end of the month. Uh, on April 29th, I'm flying to the United Kingdom, and I'm going to be there for two weeks, so I will not be able to stream. Uh, I also will not be able to host the podcast, so you're going to get some nice Aroa and Connor cast going on. Two weeks mm. of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, try three weeks. Three weeks of Beavis and Butthead. Three weeks of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. Please stop. That's That'll Twitch. Dot, that's twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Uh find me there Monday through Friday at six PM Pacific time to nine PM Pacific time. Hopefully uh time will stop changing here soon and we won't have to worry about daylight savings time and standard time and all that switching. So what games have you played this week, Aroa? Uh you know, that's that's a good question. <laughs> it Have is a... I played anything this week? I don't uh, know. So, well, so the fun thing was that I started going back into the office this week. Oh, God. Why? And by going back into the office, I mean this is the first time I've ever been in the office that I'm employed in. Um. And it sucks. That 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 would make me look at other jobs. <laughs> it, it has, like it has, and I've I've been very upfront about that fact. As of several of my coworkers, wow, so, that's like I work at a place that allows me to be at home four days of the week. Sometimes I'll just be like, I don't want to come in, and my boss is like, If you don't have anything to do on site, don't come in, and I'm like, All right. But, you know, most of the time I'm there once, maybe twice a week. Uh, and if I had a job that wanted me to commute and be there five days a week, I would look to work from home. It is that, yeah. it is that nice. Aro, he makes so much more money than, I, than us, really. What the I, fuck? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah, that's a whole other thing. I found out yesterday that... Uh, I'm making anywhere from seven to fifteen dollars an hour less than everyone else on my team. Wow, uh, that's 
bad. That is really yeah. bad. I'm not that yeah. low, but I am quite lower than the rest of my team. And I've, I've mentioned it to them before, and they're like, oh, well, kind of your fault for agreeing to accept the contract. And I was like, well, do you want employees? How, 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 do, do we really want to play this game of chicken? Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, don't worry. If, if a job opens up where I'm at, I'll, I'll tell you about it, and you can move to Oregon. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I thought I was making less money than I am because when they, when they told me how much money I was like going to make, I was like, yeah, that's fine. It was still a pretty high amount of money. Um, and it turns out they transposed one of the numbers. So I was actually making like a dollar 50 more than I thought I was <laughs> because they told me the wrong number. And I so, never have that problem. No one's ever like, oh, we're sorry. We owe you more money. No, no, it wasn't yeah. that they owed me more money. It was just that they, instead of saying like seven, they said 788 instead of 877. So I was making like 90 cents more. Um, and then I had a conversation with my coworker and I thought he was making 11 cents more than I was, but it turns out I was making like 85 cents an hour more than he was. It was great. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, did you play? I anything? also went, I went through my emails and found out that, uh, my original contract said $25 an hour. So now I got to find out where I fucked up and said, yeah, go ahead and pay me $7 less than that. Um, uh, the answer is, uh, all I played was wow every once in a while. Okay. But here's, here's a question though. If you signed the original contract at $25 an hour. Yeah. Um, how much? That's, I, I don't know if it's because I took benefits. That, that, that was something that my coworker posed is that uh, when he had signed on, um, they had offered him either like $30 an hour or like $20 an hour with benefits. Also, that's, so, that's, bullshit paying ten dollars an hour for benefits yeah cause, and like yeah. i i said that like maybe i was just caught up in things because i was so desperate to get another job that i was willing to take like practically anything yeah uh and i just didn't realize what i was agreeing to but like i had previously paid for my own health insurance out of pocket and it cost less than that yeah so. that's yeah it's like that's a lot of money, even yeah. at $7 an hour. When I was working at uh, Sony, they had, like, I was through a contractor, and it was about $2.50 an hour for, uh, you know, for a full-time job. It was about two fifty dollars uh, for all of the health care with uh, vision and dental and stuff. It still uh, ended and, up and, being, like, $500 a month, but well, it wasn't and, and $10 looking at an my hour. Benefit, looking at my benefits, uh, thing it says that it's taking like 70 dollars a week out of my paycheck yeah and it's like well that doesn't line up if if i'm supposed to be getting 25 an hour yeah so, i would have you complained yeah, to management i'm about to uh either today or tomorrow send an email to my agency and be like so is there a way i can get this other money back like, well, yeah, take yeah. my benefits away. I don't even care. Take my PTO away for all I care. Because, like, the amount of difference $7 an hour would make, I could just take unpaid days off 
and it would still work out that I'm making more money than I am now. Yeah. Yeah, that is that so. is correct. Anyway, we're going to move on to Connor. And what games have you played, Space Station 13? Thanks for listening to my blog. That's, <laughs> that's all right. Shit sucks, man. I'm right there with you. It's, it's not looking good out there right now. No. I played a bit of Battle Sisters, which continues to be a fun game. I'm stuck at a part in it, and I, I think it's just because, uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard. I wasn't expecting this game to get so hard, but it keeps on getting me back to play it. Yeah. I'm hoping once I, I haven't checked out the horde mode yet, but God, I feel like two months ago or something like that, I was mentioning to somebody, I wish there was a good horde mode style for VR, and maybe this will be it. Uh, I mean, that was like what every VR game was for the first couple years. So, yeah, but none of them were good. Like, yeah, yeah. the best example I could think of is Arizona Sunshine, and it was a functional, you know, little arenas that you could run around in, but was just a little bit limited in scope. I'm I'm looking for like Gears of War and it gave me I don't know Arizona Sunshine. Yeah. Was there did you play anything else? Anything good? Yeah. I sure have. I played a little bit of Warhammer 40k Gladius, which is if if you know civilization, it's that, but with Warhammer. And this game is also hard. I'm just trying to get the achievement where you win a game on normal. Uh, this It has eight difficulties. The first four, like, baby mode, very easy, easy, and normal. I've been playing on easy just because when I step it up to normal, even one-on-one, I get spanked. Yeah. And I'm usually pretty good at these games, so I don't I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Hopefully I'll have this, oh, I know what I'm doing wrong. Well, I, I think it's just that I'm building their own units, and they're like, oh, mass infantry. It would suck if I had trucks with flamethrowers on them. When I'm not doing that, I've been playing Planet Side 2, which is a game that I think I'm just about fed up with. It is scratching an itch that I know I've had for a while, which is I'm I'm looking for like a battlefield tactical kind of experience, something I can coordinate and be cooperative with. Hopping in a Discord and talking about how we're going to siege a base in Planet Side is pretty damn close to what I'm looking for. But I think the issue here is that Planet Side is a free-to-play game that attracts everything that comes with being a free-to-play game yeah yeah during the april 1st mission uh we, we were we had like an event coordinated so we'd all get together and play together there was like 80 of us and it was just it was too many people to keep organized so we broke into subgroups and i kind of got to do exactly what i was looking for i was long calling the shots for my little squad of people and things were working great for a while we would see what they were doing and just counterplay it uh we had a lot of success using anti-air to, um, aircraft to take out infantry from the skies while our tanks just rolled in afterwards. But somewhere between the hour to the hour and a half mark, I think people got a little impatient with coordinated strikes and just started to go, rah, table first, let's go nuts. And it just, all coordination and coagulation we had broke loose and it just became clicking on heads again. And yeah. that's that just makes it every other shooter. Now I don't want to play it anymore. That's what my entire experience with Planet Side 2 was. Mm-hmm. I, didn't... I played a little bit when it first released, but I didn't I didn't really enjoy it that much. And I, I played it back in like 2012 when it first came out too. They just did an update like this week that adds a whole bunch of like 300 attachments or something like that. It, they overhauled how gun add-ons work. So it it's not like it has an issue of people playing. There's plenty of people playing. It's just not quite a compelling enough game to keep me interested. And have a you, lot of shooters you, have that problem right now. 
Have you considered, uh, like, because it doesn't, was it Battlefield 2 that had, like, the actual, like, commander mode and shit? That uh, everyone it started liked? with 3, 4 had it great, and I've, I I owned 3 and I didn't play it to the extent that I played 4, but I did everything you could do in 4. Max rank, I got the bow, I, I got all the hidden stuff, it's, there's nothing left for me. And I don't want to play Battlefield 2042 because I, I hear it's not good. Yeah. Uh, and then there's all the, yeah, all the new games haven't been great from what I understand. So, did you play any Space Station 13? I'm trying to think about it. I probably did. I'm just not thinking about it. They they did something fun for their April 1st where they increased the map size by like a factor of four. And anytime anyone brought it up, they're like, no, the stations have always been like that. You're just small. <laughs> and did uh did you do any Warhammer? Any Warhammer minute? Uh I've been painting. I didn't get a chance to play. Oh, okay. I, I actually loaded up a couple of the, the sounds for this week and, and you ruined it. You, know. <laughs> you could have asked me and we could have coordinated this. It would have taken ten seconds of effort. No. I'm not gonna apologize for ten seconds of effort. No. We are going to move on, though. We're going to move on to me. I played and beat the original Fallout, uh, and it is a good game. I do have a couple complaints about the game, and I brought up a couple of them. Uh, uh, inventory is, is, is bad. <laughs> the, the inventory system is not great. It's uh, from its own time. It is. It is you know, from the mid-'90s, so I understand why the inventory is the way it is, but it, it's still not great. Like... Even trading two companions, you to give them items, you have to barter with them, and you just give them items. And then in order to get the items back, you can either barter, and then you have to give them money, or you can just steal from them and just take all their crap. And it doesn't matter what your steal skill is, you're still able to pickpocket them and take all the crap back. Um, So that's annoying, the... the Inventory system's not great. The companion system in and of itself is not great because you can't equip armor onto your companions. So you give you can give them weapons and they'll change weapons depending on their skill set. But if you give them armor, they're just like, sweet, thanks, and don't put it on. Uh, and they're kind of useless in battle because of it. Because uh, they can't increase their AC, their armor class. So you go up against a super mutant with a minigun, and they just immediately die. And then you have to reload if you don't want to lose your companions, because in the original Fallout, death is permanent. So your companions die, and they're just gone. And I could not survive the game with Dogmeat being dead. So I just had to keep reviving. I'm really mad that Dogmeat can't put on power armor. Um. Also, one other thing that's a little annoying, which it does get better, obviously, in, in future games, but the the art style is good, but there are certain things, because of the isometric view and because of the art style, it kind of it makes it hard to see certain things. Like, there's a gray floor. Yeah, there's like <laughs> a gray floor, but then the staircase heading down is also gray. And so you, it, unless you're specifically like, wait a minute, 
I see that. I need a 128 color scheme to be able to play this game. Yeah. So, like, why didn't they make the stairs, like, brown? It doesn't make, like, look like, you know, wood stairs or something. Um, Look, they were, it was a very, very low budget everything. It was. was. Uh, But it it was a good game. I beat it a couple different ways. Um, Once I beat it on accident, uh, I went into the master's, the master's lair. And instead of going to the right, I went to the left and there was a computer and I hacked the computer and then it's like, blow it all up. Yeah. It's like timer set for four minutes. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Oh, I guess we're doing that now. Yes. I I ran out. I had the exact same experience the first time I played fallout one. Yeah. So it's definitely not the, the most easy thing to not accidentally do. Because yeah. it's not like talking to this computer will end the game. I hope you're ready. If you don't have a guide, how are you supposed to know that? Yeah. And then uh, I reloaded after I beat the game. And I was like, let's let's see what happens. Um, and I found out that the door to the master is to the right. And it's a gray door on a gray wall. Uh, <laughs> that's how it fucking happens, apparently. Uh, and then I go talk to the master. And there are a couple different ways you can beat the master. Um, you can fight him which is what I ended up having to do. Uh, you can also tell him that uh, the super mutants are sterile, so they can't have ba- babies, so his his superhuman race isn't going to work and flourish. And if you're able to pass a speech check, he'll be like, oh, no, and kill himself. And, <laughs> and ma- that makes it way easier. Uh, but I didn't have a high speech skill in this game because you really don't need it in Fallout 1. So uh, I ended up killing him, and I had the alien blaster, thankfully. So I shot him in the eyes, and shooting him in the eyes does about 150 damage uh, a shot. Uh, So it took like two rounds, and he was gone, and then I just ran out of the base and won. Uh, At the end of the game, and I'm sorry I'm spoiling a 25-year-old game, but whatever. So at the end of the game— fucking dare you. I know. Um— the overseer is like, hey, man, I know that we sent you out to get the water chip and to kill the super mutants and the master, um, but we're not going to allow you back into the vault. Sorry, buddy. And so then he walks, and you're like, what the fuck? And he walks back into the, into the vault. Um, however, if you have the bloody mess perk or a couple other perks that you get through the game, uh, your character just shoots him in the back and then <laughs> leaves. Okay, yeah. So that that yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know how the game actually ended. And oh, I was yeah. gonna say like it's kind of bullshit that they don't give you the option to just fucking blow his brains out. So after you he do. Does that. You do because he like even if you don't have the bloody. So that's an automatic thing if you have the bloody mess perk. Oh, uh, I see. Uh, but what I did you before being trained in it. Yeah, uh, but. There is a a few seconds where you can click on your weapon and then click on him and shoot him in the back anyway. And I did that at first, and it glitched. So I shot him, and he fell down, and he died. And then a few seconds later, I shot him again, and he, like, teleported uh, because the bloody mess perk took over. So there is there is a way to shoot him uh, in the back if he does that. Anyway, so a good game. Uh, I decided to go from the first game um after i beat that i went to the latest game which is fallout 76 and i did some of that 
and it wasn't it wasn't still as sucks. bad it, it still sucks but i it's it's fallout and i like exploring in fallout and so that's fun like going around and finding little trinkets and stuff so i'm not i it's not terrible in that sense uh, but there are because it's online and it's using a system that wasn't made for it like there's just weird like you'll be walking through the world and you'll be like oh a flower i need to make you know i'm going to collect that and you'll click it and there's a noticeable delay before you actually get the item in your inventory <laughs> it's not instant <laughs> and like it just that just takes you out of it um modern video game yeah yeah modern video game not as good as older video game um i i died a couple times you know things are it seems that things scale with you which is weird because it's a mmorpg and you would think that like so i go to different areas to be like and, and it'll show the level of the character the creature i'm fighting and it'll be the same level as i am like all the time and you would think at certain areas that it would be like a normal MMORPG. Like you, this is the one to ten area, and this is the you know twenty to thirty area. But no, it's all synced to your level, which I kind of don't the, like. The world's not big enough for them to do that sort of thing. That's true. I, it, I guess it isn't as big as like you know World of Warcraft or even Final Fantasy eleven or fourteen. Um, also. Uh, 11 and 14 have zones and i think world of warcraft does it it has zones kind of you're talking um, about instances well there's instances um but it is a fully open like world azeroth or kalimdor or whatever like like I mean, you can't truly just walk from one part of the map to the other and see everyone in that path you got to go through like load zones is that what you're talking about yes yes that's what i'm saying i've that never really played is... wow that is sort of the case. It, you really only hit a loading screen if you change continents. Yeah. Uh, but th it also has, like, areas that are leveled to a certain point. It does. So, like, it does. yeah. And, and that's but, what like, I mean, kind of, with, with zones. Like, uh, it's the same thing. It, it, I think that it's a little, because they called World of Warcraft, like, a fully open world um, when it first came out. And most other games, EverQuest, Final Fantasy ultima like instead of having it like that you would have zone so you'd have like uh sarudo baruda goes in Turangi canyon um and there was a loading screen there and they probably have they just it's a little different like they don't in, they don't have like a place where you load up the next area but i'm sure there's they're dumping memory as you're running towards the new area oh yeah 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 um, they do in the in the current expansion. Like there are n multiple places where it's obvious they're doing the classic like PS one, PS two era. Here's a really long hallway with nothing in it, where we're dumping out the previous zone and they, loading in the new one. They do that now. Like uh, the, well, yeah, the start. Well, that's start, what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they even like in the current expansion, they have multiple situations where like. This is definitely not a loading screen. Yeah. You know, with um, the Mass Effect, like, you're in an elevator, and this is definitely not a loading screen. Star Wars Fallen Order has a lot of places where you're, like, crawling through vents and stuff. 
yeah. And yeah, and it's totally just a loading screen. Um, See, I and then all these places just shared the same architect that made all the buildings in Mega Man. Every boss room's <laughs> got to have a Mega Man hallway. Yes. Um, and then they have, then the last game I played on Friday, I was like, I just want another, I don't want to play Fallout 76 again today. I might play it tomorrow night. Um, but I played Rising Star 2. Yeah. And it is. I saw the, I saw the title of your stream and it was like, well, I got to see what the fuck he's playing. <laughs> it's uh And then I was like, oh, this, it's one of these. Okay. It's, it's a weird game. I did, uh. You're you're basically you're trying to level up your guy so that you can become a a popular musician slash band. Um and I started with one guy and I think that was a mistake. I should have started with like, you know, a three man band or something. Uh because I my guy wrote Wait. all the songs and did all the stuff you and it was started a band simulation with one guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be a singer songwriter. No, nah, he just played keyboard. You you can only assign one thing. <laughs> See, if doing live gigs wasn't like a fundamental part of the gameplay feedback loop, it wouldn't be a big deal. You could be a studio magician. Like, you, you could yeah. be the one who does every instrument, but at the same time? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Hello, everybody. This is, uh, what did you name your band again? Reeton Band. <laughs> Hello everybody, this is Reading Band. This is my 12-minute keyboard solo. My four minute uh, keyboard did, did solo. Did you just play keyboard? Yes, just keyboard. Just you keyboard. were just uh you were you were you were a classic music a, a truly classic musician, like like Beethoven or some yeah. shit. And it'd be great if you could play like coffee shops or you know, lounges, but but they're all like grunge rock venues, from yeah. what I could tell. Yeah. and oh, so yeah, the perfect place for a keyboard well, well, soloist and here's the thing so you for each song you write you then pr can practice that song and get the playability of that song up from zero to a hundred so you write the song and then you practice it and learn how to play that song better um and the the reason i made it, it was a mistake to start as one person was because when I hired new people to be in my band, they didn't know how to play the music. So that playability went from 100 to like 20 something because my, my band didn't know how to play the songs. And <laughs> you had to hire session musicians for and, Hello, everybody. Yeah. We are reading in the keyboards. No, <laughs> no, we Four ended man up. band. All of us yeah. only know keyboards. We ended up, uh, it, it you can hire on musicians to be part of your band, like start a band. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It didn't go well. So I think that if I were to restart the game, I would start with at least three to three or four members. Um, however, you also have to take like the music that you play takes into like some people like classical music or slower songs and other people like, you know, high, like higher energy music and stuff. And so you have to like cater to each of the individual band members. So I had five band members and three of them left because I made them mad. And they're like, they quit the band. They're like, it was great. They're like, this person quit the band. She took her $88 that the band owed her. And I was like, good, good. Um, but yeah, uh, all, all in all, a good game. I, I think, 
that I did watch a video also. They made it so that you can uh, you can go and music into it, like for when you're driving the the van around. Um, but it only works with wave or aug files, so you can't do MP3s or FLAC. I'm sorry, Aroa. I know you do only do FLAC. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, because you're a audio file or whatever. Anyway, we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some news stories, because we have quite a few news stories this week. Uh, first news story we're going to talk about is PlayStation Plus Plus and PlayStation Plus Plus Plus. Um, they have upgraded. Uh, is it an upgrade? They have changed. <laughs> they are now offering tiers yeah, for they their are... PlayStation Plus service. <sighs> yeah. So they have... Uh, we we spoke about this that they were actually going to be doing this, but they actually released the information. Uh, PlayStation Plus will soon offer three tiers of membership. We have oh. Essential, which provides the same benefit and pricing as the current PlayStation Plus membership. Uh, they have PlayStation Plus Extra, which adds 400 PS4 and PS5 titles to download and play on top of the previous tier. I mean, that's not terrible. Um, and PlayStation Premium, or PlayStation Plus Premium, which adds all of the other tiers, so you get the all the benefits of PlayStation Plus, all the benefits of the extra, which is the 400 PS4 and PS5 titles, and then it also gives you 340 games that you can play from PlayStation, PlayStation 2, uh, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation Portable, uh, via cloud streaming. And that's where it kills me, is you can't download and play them on an emulator. You just have to play them streaming for some stupid but reason. But Nathan, people could hack the consoles and then obtain that source code, thus porting it and making it available to people who didn't pay. You know, I think we reported on it that the PlayStation 4 was hacked and one of the hackers found that there is a PlayStation 2 emulator on the console that was never unlocked. Well, it's uh it's part of the PlayStation 2 like classics thing. Yeah. Uh it's also not a very good emulator. No, I don't know. Why, yeah, I don't know why they just don't license PCSX the, or whatever. The only well, they did for the PlayStation Classic. Like, oh yeah. I thought the, no, I don't think it was P. It was a different one, but it was like EP. It was uh, yeah. uh, no, it's, uh, PCSX Reloaded. Oh, okay, okay. Re rearmed rather. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but it was uh, or I was gonna say like the PSP thing would be cool, and it's weird again that like you can't download and play those because the PS3 had a PSP emulator. Yeah. I, so, I assume maybe it's something... Well, no. Certainly the PSP had an ARM processor, so it's not like it's a power PC thing. You wouldn't have yeah. power PC, that small of a fucking device. Are you kidding me? No, probably not. But yeah, no. like these these are stupid. So it does say... This is all from Massively. Um, a host of major titles will be included in the new PS Plus launch, including Death Stranding, God of War, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal, with more first-party titles... Uh, and third-party titles being promised and continually refreshing games library. 
Um, they did say that it doesn't appear uh, that they will be doing what like Game Pass does, where they have day one games on there. And also, the pricing well, actually is... specifically said they're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Last week they had no intention of such. Oh yeah. Exactly but what they said. You can play a trial of uh, new games for like an hour. I see. Thank you for giving us money. Do you want a demo? <laughs> so let's talk about the pricing now. The normal pricing. Uh, applies to well, playstation yeah, plus to. essential what were you gonna say well i was gonna say there's also a fourth version oh is uh, there for yeah there are markets where uh playstation streaming doesn't work or rather isn't offered because it doesn't work uh and in those markets playstation plus premium will instead be playstation plus deluxe oh i see and does that have and it will offer downloads for classic games those bastards um so i can't the, wait until everything is a, a premium deluxe plus star yeah i'm, I'm it's excited coming. too yeah it's we, not it's, it's not coming here. it's here it's already here uh and, and i blame adobe for it i think that they're the they're the originators of it and i hate them so we I got playstation right. yeah playstation plus essential uh it's the normal PlayStation Plus, we won't go over that. Uh, it's By the nine... way, calling it essential is kind of shitty. Yeah, it's uh nine dollars, or I'm sorry, ten dollars a month or sixty dollars a year, uh, if you if you get the annual pricing. Uh, PlayStation Plus Plus is fifteen dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year. Uh, and unless the... you want to publish with PlayStation Plus Plus, like if you're a developer writing in PlayStation Plus Plus, gotta buy the ninety nine year license. <laughs> And then we have PlayStation Plus Plus Plus, uh, which is eighteen dollars a month or one hundred and twenty dollars a year, uh, or uh, as we call it, not worth it. None of these are worth it, really. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I think the entry level is actually okay. The the rest of them are ridiculous. Think, I think if you are a console player exclusively, and you mainly play on PlayStation. Uh, I think PlayStation Plus Extra is is a viable option. Yeah. Now, my, yeah, I got you. I do have a question. Does this also allow you to play online, or do you also just need to pay for the PlayStation Plus service no, as well? That's all. This isn't. This is an overhaul, not an addition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. You'll, you'll yeah. Still yeah be essential. Available. Essential is literally just the current PlayStation Plus. So you okay. get online play with all that, and then each. Uh, each tier above that builds upon the, the tier underneath of it. I mean, I won't pay $3 a month for the Nintendo online service, but that being said, $10 for PlayStation online is not too unrealistic. They all kind of yeah. suck, but that one's, that one's okay. Yeah. And, and, and to Aroa's point, it's not worth it for us. Um, but no. the PlayStation plus plus where you get the 400 games for PS4 and five, um, I think that's probably. I mean, it's it's a hundred dollars a year, so break that down, and it's it's not too bad. That's not even two games. Yeah, and you get a you get a ton of games. You get like God of War. I just played through that. It was a great game. Um, you, you I'm sure you get a lot of other games that I can't think of right now. You, like you'll Days get, Gone. You get a lot of third party stuff, which yeah. is I think I think is where the, the value it's almost a saving really grace. Comes. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, it may, maybe maybe this is what Aro was trying to get at. If you're a console player who exclusively plays new games right when they come out, maybe this isn't quite for you. But if you're just lounging on a backlog and you, and you don't mind streaming old games, ugh, yeah. yeah, this might be all right. Well, well, no, no. PS the PS4 and PS5 games you can download. Oh, is it just the two that are uh, on stream? Yeah, it's just the old uh, games. So it's um actually looking at the PlayStation blog post. Uh, it looks like you can download some games from the PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. The PS3 is the only one where you have to cloud stream. Interesting. Yeah. That's still not great, but that is good. Uh, we're, we're, we have a lot of stories to talk about, and I really wanted to talk about this, this next one. Um, I already told Connor about it. I'm really kind of hoping Aroa didn't read the whole story. And just read I the didn't. headline. Okay, good, good. I mean, I, the, I skimmed it, but I, like, I don't understand what you're so upset about. Okay, it, I'm not upset. It's okay, okay. So, so I labeled this, and I, I normally like I'll have a curse word or two when I post it in our Discord, um, and then I'll I'll change it for the the upload because I don't want to upset any, you know, advertisers or anything if that ever happens. But ah. I'm not changing it. I'm not changing it. Uh, this dumb bitch is the is the title of this story. Um, so there was a former Yell employee. This is from NPR. Uh, she admits that she stole, I think it, yeah, I think it's a her, stole $40 million in electronics from a university. And what had happened was that a former Yell administrator, Jamie Patrone, pleaded guilty on Monday to federal court in Hartford, Connecticut, on two counts of wire fraud and tax offense for her role in the plot. Her ploy started back in as far as in 2013 and continued well into 2021 while she worked at the university. Uh, her role was the director of finance and administration for the Department of Emergency Medicine at Yale. As part of this job, they had the authority to make and authorize certain purchases for the department as long as the amount was below $10,000. Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. So they would make purchases. Jamie would make purchases of under $10,000 for like iPads, iMacs, uh, Microsoft Surface Pros, and then give them to another company. Who would then cosign or not cosign, uh, whatever it's called, uh, where they would sell it for her, and then consign? give consign, yeah, um, and then would then would give that money to another, uh, another place that she owned, like that she had created another business as a money laundering scheme, and they would give that money to that business, and that's how she made money off of it. Um, and she would, she would make a lot of money, like stole $40 million in electronics. Obviously not all of that money is going to go to her, but still a few million dollars at least over the last decade, right? That, <laughs> that they've made. And it was pretty intricate. Now here's the thing. She got caught. Not only did she got, get caught. In June 2020, a high volume of equipment orders grabbed the attention of Yale, but it was eventually explained away by Patron, 
who said that the, the department was simply updating its computer equipment. So she got caught and she got away with it and then fucking continued doing it. <laughs> she got, oh my God. Uh, yeah. She, <laughs> she, she, they got, they got another tip in August, 2021 that she was ordering suspiciously high volumes of computer equipment. And it was made more suspicious by the fact that she was seen putting some of the packages into her car. Yeah. So that's why this is titled and that's why this is titled that dumb bitch. Because so uh, to to maybe be fair to her and her stupidity, uh, this probably turned into like an organized crime kind of thing. Where like if she suddenly said I gotta I I'm out, uh somebody would have been sent to her house to like kill her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, honestly, like, why would you need? Like, am I am I not thinking this through? Because I'm thinking like if I were in this situation and I were stupid enough to try to do this in the first place, why would I involve a third party at all? Like, why I... wouldn't you just like with, with your presumably monthly order of products, throw in an extra like iPad pro or two and then resell them on eBay. Well, like, I, well, because serial here, numbers can be tracked easily is like the most gut response I have. Well, and and here's the thing. But uh, obviously, honestly, she wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, honestly, yeah, this it, is, it seems like it's it's just to make it plausible. Yeah, honestly, it was probably better that she did it through a third party like that. Well, um, it is, but it's like, I, I, I guess it's the, the common problem of you start doing this, and then you realize how easy it is, and then you get cocky. Yeah, and, and you're like, I I need a way to move these units, uh, like quickly. Well, and, and also she was stupid. Uh, it says here, Patron used the money to live the high life, uh, bought real estate, travel, which traveling's fine, but bought a bunch of real estate, traveled, fed, uh, she bought luxury cars as well. At the time of her guilty pleas, she was in possession of two Mercedes Benz, two Cadillac Escalades, a Dodge Charger, and a Range Rover. Why, why do you like, need that many cars? Why do people who do this just, they get so fucking greedy. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, it seems so obvious to me that if I were to get in a situation where I'm like, oh shit, I can just steal, like, I don't know, a million dollars, even a million dollars from the place that I work. Like... And, and like, I have successfully gotten away with it. I don't need to worry about any repercussions. I wouldn't continue doing that. I'd yeah. use that money, throw it in, like, a mutual fund or something, and I'm good. And, like, and, 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 and now all that money is, is like, that's going to that's gonna just keep paying me. I don't have to do anything illegal anymore. And so it's going to make it that much less likely that I'm ever going to get caught. Well, but and people like this just fucking like they just keep doing the illegal thing until they're inevitably going to get caught. Well, and that's that's my thing is she was caught. Yeah. <laughs> and well, she, yeah. And then she got away with it. 
and then she kept on doing it. Don't. It, it's, yeah. that, it's that last step that, that really makes you raise the eyebrow. Like, if I, I would never be in this position because I would never. A, I would never be in position of a budget. I would not want to be in, in charge of a budget of especially well, something as big as Yale. Um, but on the other hand, like, I I wouldn't be in this position because I wouldn't want to steal. But if I was in a position, I got caught and got away with it. I'd be like, all right, no, I didn't do anything wrong. I would stop everything, stop doing whatever I was doing. And then uh, a year or two later, I'd quit and just leave and live the rest of my life without worrying about money. Uh, But I also wouldn't buy two Mercedes-Benz cars because (laughs) why would I need more than one car? I, I don't get it. I don't get why, like, people who do this shit, I guess it's that they're motivated by that greed in the first place. I get, and like, that's that's what it comes down to. Instead of like being motivated just by a strong desire to not have to work anymore. Yeah, like mine is mine is like with the cars. I could understand if they were like she got a Mercedes Benz and she got a truck. Like I could get that. Yeah, like I understand yeah. owning a like a truck in case you need to move or something like that. Like I get it, but like all of these cars are just normal cars. <laughs> It's like, just a a person who wants to have status symbols, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so she was she was charged. Uh, it says later that month, Yale auditors dug into her purchase orders and her emails, among other things. Eventually, turning the findings over to law enforcement. At the time of her guilty plea, she agreed to forfeit the luxury vehicles as well as three homes in Connecticut. Th- you know how expensive homes are in Connecticut. Fucking no. expensive. They are really expensive. Oh. It's really expensive to live in Connecticut. Um, a property she owns in Georgia may also be seized. Uh, she also agreed to forfeit more than $560,000 that was seized from the Maziv Entertainment LLC bank account, which I assume is that thing, uh, her, her, her extra business that she started. And then it says yeah. uh, federal prosecutors say... The loss to Yale totals approximately $40.5 million. It's a lot of money. It's um, a lot of iPads. That's a lot yeah. of iPads and, and Surface Pros. Or like three of the new, uh, the new Apple computers. Uh, Apple Studio Deluxes. Yeah. Too bad she, she wasn't able to buy a couple of those for us, huh? Uh, anyway. Yep, they're they're gone, and uh, they're not going to be working there anymore. I'm assuming they're going to be put in prison for a while. And yeah, don't if you get if you get caught and you get away with it, stop doing it. Fucking knock it off. <laughs> like just just count your blessings. Hard. You can get out. Right. Yeah, uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about YouTube, uh, where we post our podcast nowadays. Um. YouTube is actually making it better for podcasts, which is good. That's what I'm told. They certainly couldn't make it much worse. Yeah, they they probably could not make it much worse. It does it does say that it's a rumor, so it's not necessarily a oh, come on. a fact, but it pro- like with most rumors online come true nowadays. So, well, uh, not even that. It's just that like fucking starting up a 
a podcast platform is this at the same level as like we're starting a, a VPN company now. Yeah. Like this is from TechSpot. It says users can already find a lot of podcasts on YouTube, but the platform doesn't officially support them in the way it supports music or movies. Recent reports suggest that may change with no indication of when. Pod News claims to have received a presentation sent by YouTube to podcasters, which lays out upcoming features to support podcasts. They appear to be designed to facilitate facilitate searching for and monetizing podcasts. YouTube currently has dedicated sections for movies, music, and game streaming, but not one for podcasts despite their prevalence there. The presentation uh, slides mentions a page dedicated to podcasts at youtube.com forward slash podcasts, though at the moment that URL doesn't lead anywhere. Um, and I just checked and it says this page is not available. I wonder if um, it is available somewhere under a different name and we just haven't found it. Or if that's just the catch-all for any bad UI uh, URL. I mean. Well, well, it, it definitely I, I is. believe it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I also there... uh, I wonder if that means that Google Podcasts is going to go bye-bye. Yeah, probably. Also a possibility. <laughs> it says YouTube may be planning to incorporate podcast RSS feeds directly, which would be nice because then I wouldn't have to, uh, you know, do the extra publishing work. Yeah, just yeah, give it a feed. And it would be nice because, you know, we have a couple podcasts that we do. So uh, it would make it way handier to just upload to YouTube. And then we would have a little bit more reach uh, for, for Clinton's Core Classics is what I'm talking about. Um, one slide about the growth uh, of audio-only ads from Google to further monetize music and podcasts. It says ads sold by other companies are coming sometime this year. Analytics and metrics targeting audio-only content are also on the way so that podcasters will get a more accurate sense of their audiences. The presentation mentions analytics platforms like PodTrack, Chartable, and Nelson. Um, or Nielsen. Last yes. October, uh, con uh, Google confirmed it had hired Kai Chuck to manage podcasts on YouTube. It hasn't officially said anything on the subject since. So I would be excited. The main thing i'm excited for is the rss feed so that i could just incorporate the rss feed and then have it upload to youtube that'd be pretty great not have to have to worry about that they have ways of doing that um automatically but they're not great have you i've tried to use them and they don't work very well so doing them it'd be nice to have a supported way of doing that it would be it would be great um what do you guys think? Do you think we should put the podcast on YouTube podcasts? Yes. It already is on YouTube podcast, isn't it? Or no, you're just uploading them to YouTube. There's a difference. Yeah, I'm just I bet uploading you them. that you'll ultimately be able to like just like put it in a in the podcast box. Yeah. Like like you go to upload you click on upload and then it's like this is a podcast. Only well, most, take the audio. Most likely what will happen is what happens right now. I have Omni Studio and I upload my podcast oh, yeah. and then it just goes to Spotify, it goes to iTunes and then it'll eventually go to YouTube. That's what But I can happen. see with like cuz there are a lot of people who they do podcasts and they only upload to YouTube because they're just they're they're normally video content creators anyway. And so all all they know is YouTube yeah. and they don't want to get into the whole 
like syndication thing. So they just normally upload all their podcast episode direct to YouTube and they're just videos. And like, if people want to listen to them, then they like pay for YouTube premium or something. Um, but I wonder if there will be a thing where you can say this is a podcast. And so then your video is automatically converted into an audio only version. And then that's available on your YouTube podcast page. So that way end users can, who don't have premium can like listen to it. That's yeah. just audio. Yeah. And then that just makes one less thing for you to have to do of like ripping the audio out of your video podcast or whatever and upload that separately. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Um, and I know that like, I think what, but Pat does, Pat the NES punk does a podcast and they, I, I've noticed a lot of podcasts will take snippets like, you know, how we have stories and they'll talk about, or they'll put that 10 minute segment onto YouTube. So they'll have the, yeah. the normal podcast and then they'll have like a 10 minute segment that's ripped from that, and I will say this: that I am way too lazy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Far too lazy well, the, to to. It, so that's a smart thing to do. I just don't have the time. The Galaxy Brain version of this is that eventually Google uses their magical machine learning bullshit to find the most interesting parts of podcast audio and automatically clip those out and then post them to either YouTube shorts or something like that. So and then the, uh, you, you don't even have to, you don't even have to try anymore. And then it would just automatically delete our podcast because <laughs> yeah. it's not interesting. All <laughs> entertaining you, qualities a... have been preserved. <laughs> podcast length. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to our next story. Uh, Twitch. Who who likes Twitch? I I use you Twitch. Do. I use it. I, you tolerate Twitch. I tolerate there's no it. alternative. There's there's no. I mean, yeah they they had Plex Storm and that died. Um, Mixer and that died. It. I don't even yeah. know if it actually. No, it? it's gone. It's gone. Plex Storm is gone. Um, oh. Glimish. It's still around, technically. It's still around. Yeah. Um, but uh, Twitch had... We we spoke about it, and, and it was something that we said we would never use. It's the Twitch boosts. So you would pay money to promote a stream that you liked. So, like, Connor could come into my stream and pay a dollar and try to get more eyeballs on that stream by having it, like, higher up in the algorithm. Uh, they have. They started it, and then they almost immediately got rid of it, um, because people were using it to boost porn. Yeah. And I looked, I I checked because this was posted on April first, and I was like, it "Can't be real." And I looked, and it doesn't seem to be a fake article. It doesn't like there were other sites that were reporting on this, like the Virgin stuff. And I can't find that they were misleading anybody. So it seems like it's real. If it was an April Fool's joke, I apologize, but it appears no. that no, it's yeah. it's legit. Okay, because you know, it, there was at least one person in the Twitch offices whose whose job it was to just every once in a while check in on that that highlights and check what people are moderating. You know, they <laughs> sat down at the desk and was like, "Oh, come on, guys!" You know, you know, there was one guy there that was like, "They're gonna do." 
you know, you know they're gonna boost porn, right? And they're right. like, Shut. Did we say that? Yeah, we. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> like, uh, I, I remember when they announced this. Like, Twitter at least boost, and we're all like, "Oh, that's a bad idea." Yeah, <laughs> like because that was already a problem on Twitch, where like people would go into like uh, categories that no one fucking watches, like solitaire or something. Yeah, and then they'd like just start streaming fucking like movies or porn or whatever. Yeah, Real talk. I watch a lot of Simpsons on Twitch. Yeah. Um. So this is from on Engadget, TikTok, uh, but it, as I said, it's it's everywhere. Um, Twitch is halting a feature that lets viewers pay to promote their favorite streamers after bad actors, sure, used it to push <laughs> porn and other not safe for work content onto its own page. First spotted um, by PC Gamer, a number of Twitch users on Twitter this week noticed that streams of porn videos were on their homepage, all featuring the caption promoted by the streamer's community. It appeared that the number of unidentified users were taking advantage of the platform's Boost Train program, which boosts streamers if enough fans create a hype train by purchasing subscriptions and bits. So... Um, so that means, mind you, that the channels which were streaming literally porn were also affiliated. Yeah. Yeah. How does it's it true. feel, Nathan? Um, it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty, I just need to... <laughs> Bullshit, I, ain't it? I, I think this is uh, what, they, what they do when they call it a pivot, where you, you pivot on on what content you create uh and i've learned so check that... out nathan's new only fans <laughs> yes only uh, reasons only reasons uh in an email to engadget <laughs> twitch spokesperson said the boost train feature was paused due to safety reasons twitch would not comment on whether it identified the users who were behind pushing the offending content or whether it had plans to brain bring the boost train back while sexually explicit content is against Twitch's terms of service, some critics say the platform has been inconsistent about the kind of not safe for work content it has. Um, I'm sorry, it bans. The platform relies on a mix of community reports and AI to identify sexually explicit streams. Uh, but it's like they have fucking, like, what was it? Hot tub streams, right? Yeah. I was thinking about that exact instance. Yeah, like, and they have they have streamers who let's well, intentionally flash people and then get away with it. Well, um, you, and you have you have streamers like Amaranth, which I love Amaranth because she does shit like this. But like I believe she was banned while doing an ASMR stream. Yeah. Because she was like very obviously doing lewd things in the ear microphone. Yeah, but it's like it wasn't shit that was necessarily against TOS. She was just like licking the ear microphone. Yeah, like fuck off, Twitch. Well, but, but then, at the same time, like I'm not even gonna say the name because uh, I don't want to give them any more attention. They are already massively popular on Twitch. But the the girl who was like trying to put a pillow up her shirt and accidentally flashed the camera yeah like, that very clearly sh like 
A, why was she putting a pillow up her shirt? And B, why wasn't she wearing a bra when she did that? Oh, it's because she meant to do that. Um, but then I think yeah, she no got shit. a she got a three day suspension and then was back. So they don't really yeah. care as long as they're bringing well, the views. They don't give a shit. And and ultimately, like while I wish that I could just blame Twitch for that, Twitch is really just trying to cover their own ass. Yeah, because it's uh, it's payment processors and mm -hmm. advertisers at the end of the day who cause these problems. It's not so much that like Twitch actually gives a shit that like Amaranth's big fake titties are bouncing all over the screen. Yeah. It's that Coca-Cola does. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't, I, I don't care. Like whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, Plex Storm was I, a thing for a reason. It's it's um, still a thing, by the way, they relaunched. Oh, did I they? just looked. It was down. Yeah, Last time I checked, like, it was down. No, nah, it's just only women now. Oh, like she got rid of guys entirely. They've, they've like rebranded into a just it's it's just straight up like it's girls playing video games. Like that's that's it. Okay, I don't get it. It looks it looks like ten times as chintzy as it was before. Oh, good. To be honest, good. I I knew uh, that'll it was, solve the problem. It was down a month ago when I checked, but I guess it's back up. I now. mean. It, it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing about that surprises me. Uh, but what does surprise me is that also in this article, just after where you stopped reading, mm -hmm. uh, I assume that you were about to read it. I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, is the Twitch is reportedly considering a mature label, which would allow streamers to experiment with more R-rated content. Presumably, uh, the, the article doesn't say this, um, but... Presumably, this would be a separate website. Oh, uh, yeah. Because if they establish a different business entity, then they can also establish different payment processors and uh, advertising guidelines and all that. Yeah. Uh, similar to, um, there's a, a something, Subscribestar. There, mm -hmm. uh, Subscribestar is a uh, Patreon-style company, but they have Subscribestar, and then they have Subscribestar.adult. And the dot adult version allows you to essentially use it as an OnlyFans if you want. They allow for sexual content and other mature stuff. They have they have limits, you know, but uh, you you can do that on there. But then normal Subscribestar you can't, and no. that's just because of the stupid nuances of the way our stupid yeah. fucking the Puritan fucking payment processing company bullshit works. Stupid, stupid. So, yeah, violent you, content. You know that I'm. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say violent no, content is fine, but sexual content is not. Yep. So, so you two know that I'm. Uh, I'm psychic, right? I have, I have these magic powers where I can see into the future. No. I, I want to uh -huh. share with you all a vision I had while you were talking. Close your eyes and 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 think of the logo and and then put a plus right at the end of Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> Twitch Plus, where you can now view adult and suggestive rated content. Yeah. Nine ninety nine a month. All access. <laughs> and we'll give you a couple bits that you can give away for free. And Amaranth, to mute my will, phone. Amaranth will be the uh the front page all the time. That's Connor <laughs> yeah, that's Connor's lawyer uh saying that he's getting sued uh <laughs> by Twitch. 
I've just broken an NDA, you guys. It, it turns out I, I didn't even know I signed it. Uh, um, it does. The, the article says that they would be drawing a hard line on broadcasting masturbation or sexual intercourse, yeah. which does make sense. They yeah. they wouldn't allow for like just fucking porn on there because you get into a whole other fucking mess. But yeah, being able to like, because I don't even know. Can you like? I don't think you can stream yourself like literally drinking alcohol on Twitch. Like, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I don't know. Like, I, you can stream right? while drunk, but I don't think you can actually like just straight up like. I, I don't know. I, I've seen. I've Maybe seen. Maybe you can. I have. I have friends who have drank while on stream. And I, I, I don't should, think it's uh, been a problem. I think maybe if you're like advertising it, like I'm having coolest light. Um, that might be a problem. See, yeah. like what uh, what content isn't allowed? Because like I know that there's there's some weird shit. Like on YouTube, uh, there was a there was a channel I watched where they were doing a a weed stream, uh, because they were in California where you know casual use is is legal. However, it's against uh youtube's tos to show yourself actually using drugs so they had to just like they just had like this curtain where they went behind the curtain to smoke weed and then came back out oh yeah uh, doing anything behind there um <laughs> while while you look up the tos or, or don't look up the TOS, we're gonna move on we're gonna move on to our last story um, which is kind of sad but it also means we're not going to be doing a three and a half hour podcast so you know not too bad. And I'm sure that there will still be a bunch of announcements on that that week that this normally happens. But E3, at least for this year, has been canceled. Completely canceled. Um, oh, no. So, not, so they're not doing a live event. But they haven't done a live event in a couple of years because of a giant global pandemic that we're going through. Because of reasons. Yeah. Uh, but... They they have they were doing digital E3, so they would have trailers and stuff and presentations launched digitally, uh, but that has also been canceled this year. Uh, it says the news broke via a tweet from a Razor PR lead, Will Powers, who said that in an email uh, he was sent out uh, announcing the cancellation of an digital E3 event. IGN has independently verified the contents of the email as well. So, yeah, E3 is canceled this year. So that's that's that. Are you guys sad about E3 being canceled? Not really. What the fuck were they even going to show? Right. I I don't I don't know. I Sony pulled out a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think what tw was 2017 or 2018 the last Sony E3 event? I have no idea. It feels like it's been forever. Yeah, be, well, because I, like everyone just does their own fucking shows now. Well, and I remember because I was working at Sony and <laughs> so I like they had the Days Gone one. They had the Days oh, Gone yeah, yeah. presentation there. And I think the next one, it wasn't there. Like they didn't have any Sony stuff. So it's been a long time now that they just have not had a Sony event and they've just been doing their PlayStation what PlayStation presentation stuff. I don't remember what it's called. Um, state of play. Or yeah. Like yeah. You're right. The state of play. So 
Uh, it says, we will devote our energy and resources to delivering a revitalized physical and digital E3 experience next summer. Whether enjoyed uh, from the show floor or your favorite devices, the 2023 showcase will bring the community, <laughs> media, and industry back together in an all-new format and interactive experience. We look forward Didn't to presenting E3. say that like, for the last two years? Yes. We look forward to presenting uh, E3 to fans around the world live from Los Angeles in 2023. Um, and they, they also uh, had a, they missed a quotation mark in the, in the IGN article. But that's okay. We're a bunch of fucks. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we will see next year for E3, but not this year. This year, no E3. Um, I, I, I mean, it's fine. E3's kind of been redundant for the last decade because most people yeah. have broadband internet. And so, oh, and, and so, like, we can see trailers whenever they launch. Like, we don't have to have an event that is then reported on by games journalists because we can see those games in development if the studio just wants to release a trailer. Well, th th there's that. Uh, there is value, I think, in like having behind closed doors presentations for journalists uh, and having like demos out on, on a show floor and stuff like that. But yeah, like we, we've had how many shows that like ever since Nintendo direct happened for the first time, like it has felt really redundant to have like the Microsoft showcase in the, in the whatever center where we're just going to show you a bunch of fucking trailers. Like that seems really stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and there's really nothing like, it's not like the consumer electronics expo where like you can't get the same experience out of, out of a, a video or whatever as you can, if you're a, a journalist going out and like looking and, and experiencing these, these actual things. Yeah, like you're never video going, game trailers are just fucking trailers. Like you're never going to be able to experience a monitor, like a brand new monitor that has you know 4K or 8K with 14 billion colors and stuff. You're not going to be able to experience that sitting at your desk at your house because obviously the monitor you're using isn't going to be able to replicate that. So being there on site as a journalist or even somebody just going and seeing it, it's going to be a far different experience. Uh, so I kind of get that, but on the other hand, eh, whatever. Well, obviously that's why I bought a VR headset, Nathan. <laughs> hey, sorry. Yes. I, there I was don't know a, why I'm like this. There was a fucking <laughs> Sanrio expo in VR chat a few months ago, and I strongly considered going to it, but why did you it not? was like, cause it was like $80 a ticket. Wait, 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 you had to pay to go in? Wow. Yes. That's, that's insane. But they also had, like, so the, the cool part was that it was, like, a fucking, there was a Hatsune Miku concert, like, in VR. And that was, that was what you, the main thing that you were paying for. Why did you not do it? Because I'm not, I'm not going to pay $80 for a fucking yeah. VR chat concert. Ah, I would be disappointed in you if you did. I'm yeah. disappointed that you like, didn't, because that sounds exactly will, like something a I will go to do. Chicago. 
for a Hatsune Miku concert, but I'm not going to pay $80 for a fucking VR chat concert. What is the equivalent of a, a video you could watch exactly once? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, my, my suggestion is open up OBS and record it. Well, like, sure. Record the concert, but... Yeah, I mean that's um, that's what I did whenever they did that in uh, Fantasy Star Online too. They had a hot well, Miku why concert. Why did you not? I recorded it. Why did you not go into VR chat? Go outside. I wasn't gonna pay eighty dollars. No, no, for no, that. no, no, no. Go into go into VR chat. No, Hatsune no. Miku concerts are indoors only. No, they have the projector hologram in there. No, you can't hang outside of the venue on VR and no. listen to it outside of it. That's it not work what like I was. That's not what I'm getting at. I know, I know. He, he, you go and you talk to, to one of us. simulate the experience. No, I'm telling you that you have to go there and then try to buy a ticket for $40 from a scalper. On the Shut outside. <laughs> it, it's, some, it's some icon that looks partially de-rezzed. Hey, <laughs> I, I got a passcode for hey, you. Hey, for the chat and sport is your video on it. Take the hot scene and you show. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Forty dollars right here, right now. And the then, and then, like Justin, are you on your computers? No, mom. Shut up, mom. <laughs> you want Hatsune Miku ticket or not? Uh, and that's gonna be the future of concert Hatsune Miku Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Just put my candies in the microwave. Um. So, do you, before we end, I do want to know if you know how well that concert did. I have no clue. Okay, you don't, you I don't guarantee know. I you that like that there were probably not that many people, um, and I I I don't know whether or not they made their money back on it. I have no way of knowing. They probably but. did. I mean, it's it's a fucking digital concert. I think it's fine. Um, a lot of effort that goes into that. Uh, I mean, well, the thing is, they've already got the three D oh, model for Hatsune Miike and stuff, right? So. Hatsune Miike. Sure. Hatsune Miike. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a weeb. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Good old hot dog milk. My favorite. Music. Hot dog milk. <laughs> <laughs> They've already got the stupid fucking 3D model for the anime girl. I don't well, think those, it's going to be that like... hard to port into VR chat. They need to make holograms in VR chat. They they you need don't... to nail the simulation. You don't understand anything about what you're talking about. <laughs> so I think we're just going to I think we just need to move on before you go and say more things <laughs> that you don't know anything about, okay? Can't you see you're upsetting Aroa? I, I can. I can. And all one weeb that listens to my chat is going to be very mad, or listen to my podcast and be very mad at me and probably talk to me in my Discord that you can join. Um, but anyway, we are done. We're done talking about stupid also people. Also, the Twitch, Twitch community guidelines don't say anything oh. about... Uh, any of that actually oh, okay. they they actually only specifically say uh that you can't use or you can't illegally use drugs so it doesn't even say that you can't use illegal drugs it's just that you can't use them illegally 
Oh, so I can smoke pot. Actually, yeah. uh, in Oregon, all drugs are decriminalized. Which is fucking wild. Uh, yeah. it's, it, it, and it's not like, I just want you to know, it's not like it's like you can just be like doing heroin on the street. It's just that you're not going to be put to, sent to prison for it. You're, you would be yeah. sent to like rehab. One um, ecstasy, please, pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, we'll be back next week talking about more video games and anime stuff and making a row of mad. Thank you for watching or listening. Goodbye. Thank so you for watching us we on watch YouTube anime. podcast. So what? We watch anime.